Hi, I'm Monique Empath, and I'm going to do a psychic reacts or psychic reads you. something. What danger am I now? What danger to society is a 71-year-old man in a wheelchair? I mean, he's kind of acting like... I don't know what to do with me here. He's kind of acting like, oh, I'm just a 70-year-old man. Like, he's already... He, I already pick up he's feeling a bit um, like the victim. Sorry for himself. Well, maybe not the victim, but sorry for himself. Like, whoa, I couldn't do anything. And what am I going to do? So there's a little bit of um self-loathing or, or whatever that word is that's what that's what i pick up um a 70 year a 70 year old man or a 75 year old man can be dangerous shackle shackle shackles that's right they don't know what to do with me here and i don't care we got it that's what makes you dangerous so it's kind of funny. He's like, how dangerous could I be? I'm just a 70-year-old man, but I don't care. I don't care about anything. That's what makes a person dangerous when they absolutely don't care. They say if there's no rage involved, if you have one split second to think about what you're doing, it's first-degree murder in this state. He sounds so angry. He sounds so angry. If this was a second-degree murder like it was supposed to be, I'd probably be in a halfway house somewhere like now on my way to a nursing home. <laughs> Wait a minute. Come again. Come again. On my way to a... Come again. Come again. If this was a second-degree murder like it was supposed to be, I'd probably be in a halfway house somewhere like now on my way to a nursing home. Oh, like it was supposed to be. Okay, so the, the jury, the judge, the world got it wrong. That's his opinion. Hey, they might have got it wrong, but you definitely, this guy is bitter. I just pick up his bitter. What's your intuition picking up? I pick County, up Missouri. Missouri. I mean, but he's in prison. I, I don't know. I grew up two and a half miles south of Noel on a small farm. He was adopted by the Black family. <laughs> For the Black reception, her name. He was adopted by the Black family, the only one. Okay, that was a bad joke. <laughs> okay, focus. My mother's alcoholism had reached a point that um, I remember her throwing a vodka bottle at me one day, and I walked out of the house when I was about, well, it was before my 17th birthday. And I began to live at the Reddings Million at that point. I think so. I think he I think that probably happened, but I think maybe he was also destructive as well. I just get the fact that he was, was it was a bad house I don't see that he played an operation that happened. And the other and side then, of it, um there were up to eight women there at a time. There were prostitutes. They used to kid me, joke with me, but would usually always end every night. Whichever one of them didn't have a trick was taking me back to a room. I began to feel that I had to protect them. I had to take care of them. This is part of my job. They were my family. They so were my family. Were, oh, hold on. So you were a pimp? Hold on. Hold on. By the time of Hold my up. Wait a minute. I have to get a blanket. I'm cold. 
these stories make me cold. Okay, I'm back. My 17th birthday, I was an actual pimp for about six of the oh, girls that worked there. That's what I was saying. What it takes to really be a pimp <laughs> is understanding that your first responsibility is to care for that woman. Responsibility. I took some of these gals off of a truck stop parking lot. Just find them interesting. You know, I cared for them more than cared had been previously known in their lives. This is very different than what I that well, I've never as well as I for him, them, they began to but care this for is me. very different from when like some documentaries you hear about pimps and it's like my girls, these are my women, these are women, women. I take care of my but the way he, there's this like um almost like a tenderness that I do pick up that he has or wanting to portray a tenderness. There's there's definitely something about art, how he's articulating how much he cared for them, his responsibility over them. Seems very protective, but at the same time, he's a pimp. So, you know, that's kind of disturbing. It's like, I cared for the body that I murdered. I cared when I stripped the skin. I cared. So I find that, I don't know, something, something about that is making me feel. What do I feel about that? I do feel like there was some genuine care, like, like, or wanting to, maybe it's a delusional care. It's like being in love with something that's not in love with you. And you just, it's like almost like a fake. Yeah. Okay. More, you know, uh, some people might not call that love. Some people might call it um, infatuation, but they were there for me. Yeah, in fact, some people might not call them love. Some people might call them factuation. I guess so. I don't know. What's infatuation mean? Infatuation, like, just kind of, like, Google, like, you, like you feel, it's, like, superficial. I'm not sure exactly what infatuation means. I feel that in his mind, he could have believed that's love. And then in our like and you step back into the reality that we could say that's not love but that's his meaning of love that's his understanding of love i feel that to be true i feel that to be true versus him saying oh i cared for them and then actually not i think in his way i was gonna say twisted way i i mean i'm gonna assume it's twisted but in his way i don't want to say it's twisted but in his way that's what he understood love to be or that's what he felt warm or that's what made him feel good again not having a family or not growing up with a family you you substitute what feels good to you and and what gives you that right so i feel that to be true but again it feels it feels like it's very different from a healthy conventional love or affection or family just as i was there for them tammy was a prospective prostitute Around 7.30 p.m. that evening, she offered to show me what she could do on a good Saturday night. This is getting very intense. <laughs> it's scary. We had gotten in the car. At that point, Tammy realized, oops, I don't have any cigarettes. Just stop down here at this convenience store and I'll run in there and get him. For something, I, for some reason, I feel like he has a very, 
detail, like, I'm not sure why I'm picking this up, but I feel like, okay, whether he's lying or not, but I feel like this is a person who thinks visually or thinks like he remembers specific things, like specific, specific things. Um, I get that about him. That's not like a killer thing, a a non-killer thing, a good thing or a bad thing. I just think that's just, I, I get that something about his mind that he, whether he'll lie about them, but I think that the things that he does remember, he, he stops it. It's like an internal, actual memory of it. So Tammy picking up the cigarettes, I don't know, that could be something created in his head, but I feel like even if he created it, it's like he could visualize it. So that's interesting. Someone who, so it's potentially that I feel like this is someone who could, if they were lying, that they could lie and actually visualize their lie, like actually like create a story, creative, imaginative, creative. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. She came back very quickly. I could tell when she came around the corner into my site that she was upset about something. She was very upset about something. I'd started to roll my window down, and even before I got it all the way down, she was, Gary just, he pushed himself up against me. He pushed his groin right up against my butt. When I turned around to tell him to get away from me, he grabbed me by the hand and pushed me back against the counter. This is a lot to happen, and he said in a quick, short time, like she was only gone a short He says she was only gone a short time, but that sounds like, I mean, that could have happened fast grab my butt but it's just like grab push choke grab like hold really fast and it, i guess it could have happened but i i feel like the details of what's happened is quite a lot and it seems like a big altercation or something and especially if she, especially if she's saying that she didn't want it like she didn't like this so it, it could have been what like you know uncomfortable i don't know just he said she came back quick but then there's this story but I don't know, something, I don't know, something, just something, something. Just something feels weird about that. I felt that he knew she was a prostitute and he was trying to take her for his own. Okay, so it's like a fight over a... Over a it made me very angry. I wouldn't say prostitute, but at the same time, when I saw him woman, at the front so of the store, I said, boy, I want woman, to talk to you, even if she's a prostitute. Oh, hold on. I talked over that. Hold on. What what happened? I missed it. When I saw him at the front of the store, I said, boy, I want to talk to you. He turned and ran and got into a brand new Ranger truck. I looked back at uh, Tammy and said, get in the car, get in the car. It didn't take five. See how he said a brand new Ranger truck. I feel like that's very. He just re... he just speaks in details. He could have just said, "I jumped into a Ranger truck. I jumped into a truck. It was a Ranger, but it was a brand new. I don't know something about the brand new. It jumped into a brand new. Like you could tell it's brand new. Was it clean? Sometimes a car that looks really clean looks brand new, but." Maybe it's the model. You know the model. Five seconds to catch up to him. I remember Tammy saying, oh, my God. There's this, like, tough guy thing about him now telling, like, this old older old man 
he just like he started in the beginning of this, he was just like, oh, I don't care about anything. They have me in this jail and what what am I going to... There's this tough guy thing about him. And there are tough guys and then there's tough guys. <laughs> like there are guys that are, oof, if you don't want to mess with them, then there's tough guys. He feels like a tough guy, meaning like... But that's the thing. People who aren't... What would tough be? Brave, confident, um, reckless, um, and they're tough. It's just sometimes there's a there's this like you see these people who are like act tough and it's just annoying. They're always trying to act tough. I'm so tough and let the world know they're so tough. Sometimes they are the most scarier one in the group because they're so emotionally driven and so reckless and so uncalculated and so um unpredictable because they're they're emotional anybody who's trying to be tough and whatever seems to be somebody who has high emotions and totally not in control of their emotions because they need to like they're always trying to prove something or whatever those are the ones i have to be scared of so people like oh that guy's acting tough he's not he's not anything or look at him he's just trying to show off yeah he's the one who's going to do the most ridiculous un un you know, when you lose your control of your emotions, that's I think those are the most dangerous people. Um, calculated people obviously are dangerous too, but reckless it's it's gonna be something that you don't expect and it's it's just it's just a knuckleheads who just are are just living on adrenaline and emotions they can't control. Irrational behavior. And that's what he that's what I get from him, this kind of like just just Friggin' irrational, highly emotional. And actually, it makes sense because if he was feeling what he felt was love and stuff see, over a prostitute, not that he couldn't feel love over a prostitute. She's still a woman who just works. But this kind of, I'm going to call it like an unhealthy love. It seems like somebody who's highly emotional, highly emotional, therefore highly irrational. Don't do this. I said, don't worry about it, honey. I'm going to kick his black ass. The black guy saw me getting out of my car. And at that point, he stepped out of the truck and had a what was obviously a, a bottle wrapped in a brown paper bag. And he said, do you want some of me, old man? And I said, nothing but your bucking ass, boy. He swung the beer bottle. It knocked me to my right knee. When I rose, I rose drawing that blade. I swung right up over his shoulder into the side of his neck with that blade. The arterial spray of blood that shot out was oh. probably four to six feet. It was just like a garden oh, oh, squirting. Give me a moment. I, I got a vivid image of that. All right, so he chased down this man. He chased down this man, started a fight with him. The man came out to defend himself or whatever, and he stated his case. The old man could have said, "No, you know what? Just stay away from my person, my my person. Stay away from her. Don't whatever. Don't mess around." And just I'm, I'm, you know, don't. And then he could have gone back in his car, but he didn't. 
he 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 instigate he instigated he ensued the fight the man clocked him first i I don't know whatever maybe that man would have got charges whatever but he clocked him first and then he kills him so he chased him confronted him with an altercation did not back down and killed him so he wanted to kill this person from the beginning this is not this is not like like you chase them down the threat was gone you chase them down and you weren't in an altercation with them at the start of the fight you started the fight with an altercation like you weren't so is this a threat is this a threat is this what he's in there for or is there another one and he went oh my god oh my god and i stepped back away from him and watched him stagger back towards the truck I returned to my also comes off like the type of person who likes to like shock value, likes to say things just for the sake of shocking somebody. Like like he he wants to tell the story in a in a an intense manner. He talks about the blood. Like this it sounds very like someone who wants to really affect people, wants to control people's emotions and wants to get a rise out of people, wants to get a reaction out of people and wants to, to just, he just wants so much from every, uh, everybody in the world. That's what I feel. My car, as I got in, I threw the blade on the dash. And that's funny that I picked that up because remember he started saying that he don't care, he don't care, and I didn't, I didn't really. Buy it. What did I say? I say a person who's like, I don't care, I don't care. It's kind of like, well, if you don't care, then. You're, you, you, you don't care about people like you, 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 you'll do dangerous things. But he wants people to care about him. I pulled the door closed. Tammy said, oh, my God, what happened? And I said, nothing, honey. It's just another down. I don't know if he said that to her, to be honest. I don't know if he picked that up. I don't know if he, he was really that tough in the moment. I don't know. I feel like telling back the story, he's trying to be tough for shock value. But in the moment, I think he's just reckless, you know, trying trying to look good for Tammy, trying to be tough for Tammy. He wants he wants people to view him a certain way. And he's not thinking about how. Them or 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 how they're actually receiving him. It's like he's like, this is how I want people to see me. So he's trying to create that. And it's important for people to see him that way. They're a little narcissistic there. We returned to the house, packed some clothes. I got a key to a trailer, a mobile home, about 45 miles like, and away. And he's talking about this like it's so casual. We returned to the trailer, packed some clothes. You were fleeing. Like, I could see this being like an intense runaway, like, Get it, get your stuff. Oh my God, this is what happened. Oh my God, this we're going to jail. This is this is what happened. But right now he's like, we went to the trailer, packed some clothes. I no, 
That's I don't feel like that's how it happened in the moment. Drove down there to spend the weekend and just wait and see what would happen. Oh yeah. Oh, we just drove down there to spend the weekend. No, you were. I feel you were scared for wondering whether it be that somebody's this man's that you've murdered. People are going to come back to you, hurt you, or whether you're going to get caught. I I think there was some fear in your heart, sir. Is this the whole thing? Usually, usually it takes a while for them to tell the story to get to the actual murder. This happened pretty fast, but this guy looks like he wasn't going to cooperate in the interview rail, so they had to, like, the editors had to get his story quick and then do the interviews of the rest of the family faster. My name is Charlie Kibbe Johnson, and I am the mother of Jason Oscar Johnson. I'm Oscar B., the father of Jason Oscar B. The father. Sounds like a script writing. Everybody I'm knew him. Even growing up, University of Cincinnati Wildcats. Yeah. According to Don't the old man's story, he was trying to gain a prostitute. They would pretty much uh, compare him to some of the uh, professional athletes. So, according good. to the old man's story, he was, he was someone who was, was better than good. Terrible, a terrible person. This is mom showing all man. his. That was the love of his life. And I mean, I we sure believe in the old man's story. Had things or inclined not, not to believe the old man's story. Husband and wife today. <clears throat> I, again, I, I'm in, we're inclined to not believe the, the person in jail. We're inclined to not believe them. I can't say I just automatically feel like the old man's lying, but I'm just saying the story between Tammy going into the get smokes. And that was so specific. She remembered she needed smokes. Like, it's just so specific and so set up. Again, I feel like he's very detailed-oriented, but it's not so much that a detailed-oriented will remember details of an actual event. It's just that they're good at creating them. with, with And they think visually with details. Anyway, so Tammy went to get in smokes. She got harassed by this black man and then he stop, he kills him um that's the old man's story so he would paint the story that this guy was terrible so he's not painting the story that this guy was just it was just a black man and he was he was racist um he's painting the story that this black man was a terrible person and again he said oh brand new car is there some jealousy there i mean you're running tricks i mean if you're running tricks, you should be rich. I don't know. I don't know. But so do I believe the old man's story? Again, it's that feeling. I just, I just, things don't just, it just doesn't seem, I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know if it's that I feel like I'm missing something, but I feel like something doesn't add up or it just doesn't flow the same. Like, I, I just don't, I would be like, mm. You know, this is what you call about vibes. I just don't something, something. And I could be wrong. This could be exactly what happened. Um, but I'm just saying I don't feel it. And it could be that I just don't like the way he's telling a story and the way he's trying to tell the story. He's trying to create an impression on me that I'm not having that impression. So that's also what makes the me disconnect. Like, why are you trying to force me to have an emotion about something? Like, just tell the story and let me have my emotion. So that makes me feel uncomfortable, too. Like, somebody's trying to create something. 
Again, that's what a liar would do. That's what a liar would do. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the story. Nothing suggested anything other than good on Jason Johnson. Interesting. Nothing suggested anything other than evil for Gary Black. When interviewed, Black admitted to stabbing to Jason, but claims he had acted in self-defense. I mean, that's the story he's telling us now. What? That's not the story he's really telling us now, but that's the story. That's not the story he's telling us now. He's saying it's a street fight. So it would lend, obviously, to the self-defense theory. There was no intent or premeditation. He drove him down. That's just not what the evidence shows. Right. Right. You can look in here, and it's obvious that he was sitting in the truck whenever he was stabbed in the throat. That is a first-degree murder. That's premeditated murder. The fact, well, the fact that he chased him down, I think. <clears throat> I want to know what happened in the... I do not regret the death of Jason Oscar Johnson. Well, he was a fake player. He stepped into a game that he knew nothing about. I saw the video, the video from that convenience store. I saw him grinding his groin up against her from behind at a counter. I saw her turn to face him, and I saw him grab her by the hand, push her backwards against that counter, and say something to her. He wanted to play, I can take care of you better than anybody else. He wanted, he wanted to play, to play I am a pimp. You're threatened by him, but... What he played was dead. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. There's a lot to unpack here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a lot to unpack here. Okay, so you you were sticking by that he was trying to take her as a pimp, and he did all these things to her in the convenience store. And you saw video of that. That's, I mean, you could see a video of someone grinding on somebody and whatever. And you could see that, like, if you, like, that can be disputed. Either there's a video of those actions happening or not. So let's say there's a video of those actions happening. Do we know that's the intention of the now victim? Was that the intention? He's now, he's now, he's now dead. <laughs> so we don't know the intention. Maybe he was just really attracted to her. How do we know he knew? Like what? Like okay. So how do you know this? How do you know that? Those are my questions. How do you? How do you know that? How do you know that's what he wanted? Is that what you think, or how do you know? How do you know that? So the fact that I don't feel there's any way to know that is that you are putting your thoughts on what that altercation between Jason and Tammy meant. You are putting your own interpretation of what that meant, if if it actually even happened. So let's say he's telling the truth about he saw videotape of that. It's still begs to ask the question, but how do you know that's what he was trying to do? Second, 
the fact that you're so you protect people and all these kind of things and all that whatnot and whatever, you're very overly protective and possessive over Tammy, which like pimps are. And your level of how you explain that you were in love with these women and these women meant so much to you and you take care of them and everything leads to a ridiculous overprotection of somebody that could become delusional that you're protecting them from something that's not even actually happening. So that's where I'm at. I, 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 again, yeah, that's where I'm at. So are you, yeah, let's let's just keep. Well, it's just straight lies is what it is. Jason Johnson was not a pimp. There's no evidence to support it. And you can just look into your heart and know that that's just wrong. Okay, look into your heart and know that's wrong. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I can probably, I can probably feel that. If I, my intuition so feels it shoots like one. it's a little wrong too, but I want to see the evidence because we can all be intuitive and say how that's what you feel. And I appreciate that man for saying that's what he feels. See, he's using your intuition. The investigators use their intuition. They use their intuition, but they also back this stuff up with facts. And that's what they bring to the court. So I love that. I love that. I love that. That's a great example of using your intuition to lead you to facts. Or you can have your intuition and 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 commit to that. But when you need to communicate what you intuitively feel to someone else, you need facts. You need to have facts to back that up. That's how we understand each other. We can read each other's minds. I'm reading his mind and he's reading mine. And we both don't believe that Jason was a pimp. But... We want to communicate that to all others and we want to communicate it with a tangible thing. Intuition leads you to facts. So I'd like to see, well, I don't, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not following the old man's story. So if the old man's story is completely false, that would then imply that Jason is not a pimp or not trying to be a pimp and that whatever. The old man's story being false does not completely imply the other. Um, so I want to see the facts of how we can be more confident that Jason wasn't. I Again, I don't feel for the old man's story. One frame at a time. Well, Jason is standing at the counter buying what he's buying. And then this is Tammy right here. And this is where the alleged bump or whatever occurred. This is Tammy. And this is Jason right there. And that was it. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? You know, sometimes you could say, did, did, did the old man believe that? Even though that's not, is it, is it like, He's so distorted that he truly believed that happened. I don't even feel so. I don't even feel so. I don't feel so. I don't even feel that he truly believes that's what happened. I think that he's just committed to that story. So it looks like there was a, like I said, even if there's video of a bump, we don't know what the other person's intentions are at all. Like you're not going to know, even if the, Jason's attentions was to pimp. How do you know that? Like, how do you know that you created that? Just say he bumped up on her and I didn't like it. And I didn't like it. Just say that he bumped up on her and I didn't like it. And I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a emotionally 
can't control my emotions, possessive individual. And so I, and so I stabbed him. Just say that. Why do you have to create this, this story of why you stabbed him? Why? Just say that. That would, that would, but again, it's all about how he wants people to look at him a certain way. He wants to manufacture how people see him. Okay. Okay, old man. Okay, old man. Literally a second and a half of, a, of an interaction there. I remember earlier, he's like, she came up really quick, but then all this stuff happened. I'm like, how could she come up really quick, but then all this stuff happened? So it's Two things could be true at once, but sometimes two things cannot be true at the same time. Any claims of... You can't Jason. be sitting down and standing up at the same time. <laughs> he could have thought she was cute. He could have thought she was like, whatever. It could have been a bump. And it's like, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. And then she walked out. Maybe it made her feel uncomfortable. 100%. Don't stand to me. Don't stand. Oh, gosh. Don't stand close to me. I think I remember social distancing. What was it? Five feet apart or whatever. Six feet apart was too close for me. Anyways, like that was that was enough. Like that's enough. So somebody brushed in against me. Oh, gosh. I'm gonna, I, I don't like that. But those things happen in life. So he didn't like that. And I mean, absolutely, he didn't like that. And I don't know. What did Tammy come out and say to him? I don't know. She was going to show him the greatest night of all times. And she needed to get smokes. Maybe she wasn't trying to show him the greatest of all time. Maybe she was trying to get out of it. And her getting smokes was her way to like prolong the what she felt was the inevitable of going out that night. He was so controlling. She's just trying to get out or whatever. And so when he came back in, she didn't want to go. There could have been an altercation between him and Tammy, but Tammy's not going to be his target in this situation if he can put his target on someone else. That's what I think. I think that's what I think. Even if Jason would have said something, you know, why would anybody think that that's okay to stab somebody in the throat? Right. Bumping into your girlfriend or your wife or right. as Gary might put it, his prostitute. Right. These are all the tattoos on Gary Black uh, the day that I talked to him. And this is a, a German Nazi SS tattoo. I, I really believe that, that Gary stabbed Jason in the throat and killed him because uh, he was trying to save face. And the fact that Jason was black. It's almost like more excuses to let go of the bad behavior that he had he was possessive he was controlling he was whatever and he felt intimidated or whatever and so it's like now it's like trying to find your own targets for your own trouble like he's he's possessed he's upset he's possessive he's controlling and then you and then i hate spiders and then i see a spider walk across i'm like ah damn spider and you you know not comparing jason to a spider but i'm just saying that when you a person like that, they're just finding things to almost justify their behavior, even if it's justified in a negative way. So to say it's a racially motivated um, murder, yes, in the sense, but I don't think it was like, I'm hunting out these people. I think it was, I'm a horrible person. I'm hunting out anyone. And that is a target that I, I that's that's my low-hanging fruit because i'm evil yeah this was not the first violent crime that gary had committed oh gary 
But I mean, I'd be surprised. We're not really that surprised. Yeah, a long history of violent behavior. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those were against other white people. You ever had a dream about the boogeyman? Yes. Gary Black's my boogeyman. Eesh. This is where I was supposed to die. Oof. Gary Black popped up in this window here. Driver's can't even look in. at that window. I saw my shotgun. And then they shot me. Oof. Put it back out on the street. You know, like when dogs bite. Then he wouldn't have had. They do send them to rehabilitation. To do what he did other guy. I don't know. How many strikes did dogs it, get? It just floored me. Before they put them down. I'm not saying that she should have been put down. I'm just she saying. Just stayed in jail. There's a thing that once you do something once, it's easier to do it again. Fail for the. So that was a white man. So again, I you know racially motivated. I think there's an element of that, but I think it's just dark, evil person who can't control their emotions, have something to prove, disregard of human life. Um, I think that is the motivation for the murder of Jason Johnson. What good does it do to, you know, we don't have any magic compass to tell us whether or not this person is going to commit another offense or not. It was right we don't. to see if he changed. There's no other way to find out if he's changed. But if he doesn't, somebody's going to die. You know, you can go, what if, what if, what if, what if, he, you know, if he'd have been kept in prison, then maybe he wouldn't have been out and maybe he wouldn't have killed Mr. Johnson. Right. You know, it's all what ifs. Yeah, but you're, what are you, what are you bowling with? Pins or lives? I don't know. Gary's pretty harmless now. before I started working here. I learned about him in the police academy at the local university. Um, they they would teach courses and he would be the oh, Lord. for their course. He's a course. He had a, a pretty good reputation. He lives on the torment of others. Yes. I don't know if I could Yes, that's what I was saying. There's something about he likes to create this inmate of color here under like Gary was located he would make their life a living hell yeah a little Daily, sadistic all day long the mental attacks the psychological warfare there are no incentives to behave yourself there is nothing you gain there is no incentive for a man with life without parole live in any other way okay but so you're just gonna torment people i get there's no incentive to behave but why do you need an inc incentive to behave can't you just behave and behaving would be in my opinion would be like not to trouble people 
you don't want to eat your meal. You don't want to eat your meal. If you don't want to go outside for yard time, you don't want to go outside. But your misbehaving is tormenting other people. So you're saying that you need an incentive to not torment. Listen, listen, listen. can go back and look at the prison records long before he got live without pro yeah let's in play back the tape there's a report here where uh, he stabbed another inmate so he's stabby uh, and in 1999 he actually assaulted a jail officer and uh, caused uh, damage to his left eye if he was executed he would not have had time to feel remorseful but you're assuming he's going to feel remorse. I want him to think about it. I don't know. I don't know if he will. I want Gary Black to spend the rest of his life seeing the face of Jason Johnson. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he sees it. I, I don't think he's that important to him, unfortunately. I don't think this guy has that level of connection. There's just no way that this can be conceived as a street fight. The eyewitness testimony and everything that we put together suggested Gary Black pulled up next to Jason Johnson while he was seated in his vehicle. Gets out, pulls a knife, and stabs Jason. We're gonna Johnson see him get throat. angry. That is deny it. Murder. That's premeditated murder. And then talk about himself. I could care less what he says. I believe that I did what was right. Feel that the CCTV shows that a black man made sexual contact with his groin against a white woman's butt, and yet anything that happened after that was legitimate. Okay. I wanted to kill him from the moment that truck came to a stop at Fifth and Joplin, and I knew he couldn't get away from me. There was cross traffic. I knew he couldn't go any farther. Now it's me and you. You want to see see how tough you are, how big you are? Let's find out. Let's find out if you really want to play in this real game. I am definitely a racist. I grew up in the clan. I grew up around it. I grew up in the clan. I grew up around it. One or the other. That's bad. I feel there is a good example of somebody using their intuition, like the officer, the investigator did about how he felt about the victim and what he felt, but he also used evidence to back that up. So you could feel what you feel. You could use your intuition to have certain things, but when it comes to having to prove, I shouldn't say that, when it comes to having to invite others to feel confident in your intuition or even understand your intuition, that level of communication that we need, we do need facts and we do need tangible things. It's like we're given so many tools to communicate. There's intuition, there's words, there's writing, there's body language, there's emotion, there's so many. So if you're high in intuition, it doesn't mean that all the other things go out. You still have to combine the two to communicate your things. That's what we we do. Um, and I think it's beautiful. We have different words to say. Anyways, I could go on a tangent. But there you go. I did not believe that I wasn't, you know, again, they're sitting in prison convicted so it's more likely to believe that everything they say about their crime is going to be a lie and then there's also this this tendency to lean on there's a lot of people in jail that shouldn't be that are honest but they're in jail 
But I think it comes down to like, listen to the person and then see what you feel. And sometimes it's not just about, oh, I think they're lying about that. It's like when you notice inconsistencies or when you feel like something is off, there's usually a reason why you feel that way. Intuition is a function of the neurological system, the human being, the body and everything. So it's not just something mystical and magical. There's reasons. A body language expert could probably have watched that what I watched and also have explained why in that moment that I felt that moment, that thing did something, something that he did or the way he used his language is consistent with deceptive behavior. And I didn't know that, but I felt that they can explain that. So there's a lot of reasons to explain that. So that was really fun. Um, my goodness. Um, yeah, a lot of takeaways. I, 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 I feel, I feel we didn't hear this, but my intuition is feeling there was some issues going on that night with that particular, um, young woman that he was in the car with, with what Tammy, the, the, the person named Tammy. I feel like there's some kind of issues or tensions going on there. I think there's a sense of jealousy and controlling. Um, he didn't, he was, he said he was in the vehicle. He wasn't in the store. So he didn't see what happened that she came back and reported to him what happened. Um, and he saw the, he saw the gentleman come out of the store. He could have just created that all in his head that he saw the gentleman come out of the store. Maybe the gentleman looked back for a second or whatever, but he's so upset at her. He just created that whole thing. She's upset because she doesn't want to go. What do I think? I think I think there was some issues about going out that night and her either not wanting to go or how she feels about them or just the normal tension. There was something going on between the two of them that night. And I think when she came back to the car, um, I think that escalated even more that that tension, that drama. And then he targeted that individual just to target that individual, just to just to be a boss or whatever. He takes her with him. He doesn't drop her off again. I guess you don't drop off the person, whatever. But I guess you could because you could do something and then you run off and leave them. Um, because if you get caught with her, she's, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things. So he took her with her. So I think it's a lot of showing off and trying to be in control and trying to be dominant and trying to intimidate her and all that kind of stuff in a control. Like, wasn't she supposed to work that night? Wasn't she supposed to work that night? So then he's too busy being stabby, stabby, stabby. And now she can't work that night. And now there's no money coming in. Now she has to take the day off. I mean, so that's what I think that happened. But um, again, I don't have proof of that, but that's what my intuition, what does your intuition say to you about what you feel happened, um, that night, whatever, what were the, maybe not the, the motives, but what was the, what was the circumstances and the situation that, um, led to that death of that young man? All right. I am, that's Monique Empath Reed of, I am a killer, the killer and I'm a killer. All right. See you in the next one.